Hello and welcome to the SpiceCast, the podcast where we talk about spices and spicy things in our everyday lives. I'm your host, Ruben, and joining me this episode are two very special guests. I'll have them introduce themselves. Hey, um, I'm Lauren, resident mustard lover. <laughs> and uh, I'm Kenny, I also love mustard. Can you say anything else about yourselves other than loving mustard? <laughs> Not a dang thing. <laughs> Perfect, because this podcast... This episode is going to be about mustard in all its forms, seeds, prepared mustard, all sorts of things. Um, so first first thing I want to do is make a disclaimer for all of you listening out there. We know that um, spices and herbs are different things. We might mention herbs on this podcast, but it is called the Spice Cast. We just didn't think the herb and spice cast sounded as good as the spice cast. So uh if we make references to herbs, don't add us. Plus, SM was already taken. Whoa. <laughs> Didn't know that was where we were going. Trying to herb our enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guests. Um, so, I just first want to get a little poll. Um, what are your favorite uses for mustard? Ooh, that's tough. I think for me, it's with every other condiment in the fridge. Like, you know, you, you have uh, any kind of sausage ever and you throw every condiment on it, mustard would be one of the So lists. like ketchup, mustard, ketchup, mayo, mustard, relish. Ketchup, mustard, relish, mayonnaise, everything, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. sandwich style, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, is a hot dog a sandwich? Ooh. Absolutely. <laughs> Discourse. I thought it was salt long ago. It's clearly a sub. Oh, a okay. sub's a sandwich. All right. Yeah, or even a hoagie maybe. Even a hoagie. Yeah. Ooh. Hot takes. What's there between a sub and a hoagie? <laughs> is there one? Where, where, where you there are. Where you are. <laughs> where you are. I would say also on liverwurst, which is a guilty uh, pleasure for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Liverwurst. Liverwurst. Everybody loves liverwurst. It's not the worst. <laughs> it's It should be called liverfest. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, what, how about you? Yeah, I'd say my favorite is in a, uh, is in like a, a nice easy gravy. On some like a, like a salmon croquette, right? So you you make a roux, throw in some mustard, golden. Oh, sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. I've never done that before. No. Wow. Yeah, it's like a it's like a quick and easy mustard sauce. There's a whole world of mustard that I have not yet explored. I know. I, know, I feel like I haven't been living my best life. Yeah, I I feel I've probably made one for you guys. If you eat at my house, you've probably eaten a mustard sauce. I think I've only Maybe eaten not. Halloween food at your house. Mm. <laughs> That's true, and there wasn't any mustard. There wasn't any sauce. mustard, yeah. Oh. But it was delicious. Mm. So uh, I think we're going to start today with a little history of mustard seeds. Um, mustard seeds are, are very important to prepared mustard, of course, because they're ground into the prepared mustard. Um, but first we're going to talk about the mustard plant, uh, which is in the brassica family. And it is... Lauren told me it was most closely related to broccoli. To broccoli, yeah, which I was a little surprised about, um, because to me they are not similar at all, especially in terms of (laughs) mouthfeel, you know? (laughs) I mean, mustard greens and broccoli maybe are a little bit similar, though. Maybe. I haven't had mustard greens. Mm. I've only ever had, you know, the mustard seed and mustard in its liquid form can we say that so it's we're, we're going to talk about that it's actually called prepared mustard when it's used as a condiment oh. um so the brassica family also includes cabbage um broccoli cauliflower and turnips 
turnips. Yeah, so all of those are mustard adjacent. Mm. Um, and as I said earlier, mustard seeds are made into the ground mustard and the condiment that we know very well in this country. Um, there are three primary varieties of the mustard plant. There's the black mustard plant, brown mustard, which is also called Indian mustard, and white or yellow mustard. And there, are, there are a ton more varieties, but those are the three that most people know best. Um, the largest producers of mustard seeds are Pakistan, India, Canada, and Nepal, which I was a little surprised to hear Nepal. Oh, really? I'm surprised about Canada, <laughs> oh. of those options. Yeah, it's not like, isn't Canada like half of the... The production of mustard yeah, seed? Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Um, it, I think it grows best in uh, temperate climates, so definitely non-tropical. Hmm. Um, so that's why Canada does so well, and that's why Nepal does so well, I think, because of the elevation. Um, in terms of the history of mustard, it was cultivated in the Indus Valley, so modern-day India and thereabouts, before um, 1800 BCE. So that's quite a long time ago. It's nearly 4,000 years ago. And they don't know how far it goes back before that, um, but certainly is an old spice. Unlike the deodorant. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, God. So one thing that a lot of people don't know about mustard, and um, feel free to jump in at any point if you find any um, religious connection to any of this, but it is... The mustard seed is used in a lot of different cultures' religions. Okay. Um, so, for example, the earliest reference to mustard is in the Buddhist tradition, um, where the Buddha told the story of a grieving mother and a mustard seed. So the mother loses her only son, and she takes his body to the Buddha to find a cure to death, which um, I guess they thought the, the Buddha could provide. Uh, and the Buddha asks her to bring a handful of mustard seeds uh, from a family that has never lost a child, husband, parent, or friend. And she searches the town and she's unable to find a family that has never lost one of those things. And she then realizes that death is common to everyone and she shouldn't be so selfish to think that she's the only one affected by it. Which is a pretty rough, uh, <laughs> I think it's a pretty rough way of uh, going about your your loss of your son. Yeah, oh my god. And I love the relevance of mustard there, because I, when I was doing some research on mustard also, I found that mustard has a lot of relevance in many religions, not just in mm -hmm. Buddhism. It's true. Um, yeah, I think it was, I was looking up the Jewish reference to the okay. universe. Yeah, so um, Jewish texts um, compare the universe to the size of a mustard seed um, to demonstrate how insignificant the earth is and sort of to try to teach humility in ourselves. I don't know, what do you have to say about that? I'd say that's pretty cool. I actually think the mustard story is kind of sweet. It's like most of our history surrounding death and dealing with it is always that self-reflection of selfishness never comes about it's always like oh we found the fountain and we lived forever or we colonized the people and murdered everyone it's never anything quite so saccharine so acceptance you know yeah so um what do you think do you do you have an opinion on the significance of finding 
a handful of mustard seeds from the family rather than something else. Um, I mean, I feel like the, the Buddha could have said any plant, right? any plant, yeah. right? Because everybody grew plants back then. I mean, other than that, mustard is the life of many dishes. We can't, we can't find any <laughs> finger guns. Oh, there it is. There it is. Um, I, I think it's also probably a testament to the cultural relevance of mustard at that time. Um, that whole size of a mustard seed demonstrating the world reminds me of this book that I actually started reading called The Weight of a Mustard Seed. Oh. Um, <laughs> did you finish reading it or did you just start? I did not finish it, but I read the, the first two chapters. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like you're an expert. <laughs> I pretty much am. I mean, in the room. In the room of anyone else here. <laughs> but it's... it's um, yeah, so it takes place actually in Iraq. It is about a journalist, um, and it has a lot to do with sort of the violence that's going on in there at that time, um, and it kind of weaves together a story of Iraq in its past and its present, which um, I've yet to see the actual reference in the book of the mustard seed, but I imagine it has something to do with both the cultural relevance of mustard in the past and present, um, sort of the perpetu perpetuity of um, that older culture. Yeah, that's my guess. That's cool. <laughs> but how much does a mustard seed weigh? How much does it weigh? I actually did look it up. <laughs> um, oh, I believe it. I did. I did look it up because it comes up. It They are usually about one to two millimeters in diameter. Um, so I don't know how much that translates to in weight, but like not much. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say, isn't it, isn't it one centimeter squared of water weighs one gram? Is that, can, can anybody confirm that? Uh, or centimeter cubed? No, that's, that's one centimeter cubed is a milliliter. Is that, isn't that also a gram? Yes, <laughs> you're correct. Okay. Yeah, so it's significantly smaller than that, being a millimeter by a millimeter. So that would be one hundredth if I'm doing my... Ooh, maybe it's one thousand if I'm doing my math wrong, um, <laughs> which I certainly am. Sorry, so that, that would math. be like a milligram if it were cubic. Yes. Sure. Sure. You're, you know, you, I believe you. Yeah. This is going to be... Yeah, this is great. We're not here for the math. We're here for the mustard. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we made this podcast about spices so that we could talk about the weight of a mustard seed. Oh, God. They're really light. They're very light. So uh, does that have something to do with perhaps the insignificance uh, that mentioned in the book? Right. So I think maybe the fact that it is so small, yet um, in religious context, it is used in a world universe context. I think that has something to do with it. Okay. So um, mustard seeds are also in a couple of other religions. I, I was surprised to learn that. I don't know if everybody else is, but Jesus had a parable of the mustard seed. Uh, and to quote the Bible, uh, the kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Well, we should fact check them on that. But uh, <laughs> yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants. We should also fact check them on that. <laughs> with, I don't believe With that. such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade, end quote. So uh, I think that's sort of speaking to like an insignificant something can grow to be like something great. And I feel mm -hmm. like that's sort of, sort of an inspiration to the common person. Mm-hmm. 
Are, are, so are mustard plants trees? Is it a mustard tree? It, that sounds that a bird that a bird can perch in it. That sounds like a really big mustard. I mean, they're plant. small birds. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Also, birds can perch on like anything, right? They can, can they? perch on sunflowers. Do you think they can perch, they can perch on, on broccoli? Me and I'm not a tree. Probably. So I mean, if they can perch on broccoli, they can definitely perch on a mustard plant, right? Because mustard. I don't know that I've ever leaves. seen either in the wild, to be perfectly honest. Uh, seen the leaves are, leaves are leaves <laughs> are. <laughs> no, I live in a cave. Sorry. <laughs> we only have bats. Fun fact about Lauren: she lives in a cave. <laughs> There's always bats around. Oh, cool. So well, I mean, they're kind of like birds. Yeah, they're like kind less of. screechy bats. That's what a bird is, Lauren. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. So, uh, one other, hitting all the major religions, uh, in Muslim tradition, um, Muhammad said that he who has in his heart the weight of a mustard seed of pride would not enter paradise. How do you feel about that one? Dang, I feel like pride's such a useful emotion. I think that sucks oh. for me. <laughs> I guess you're not getting into par- paradise, huh? Yeah, no way. That's all right. How many mustard seeds of pride would you say? Like at least two. So here's my thing. <laughs> That's it. Here's my at thing. Least, <laughs> at least, yeah. Um, I don't know that pride weighs anything. So Ooh. if it has to weigh more than a mustard mm. seed, I don't know. This might be sacrilege. It's probably <laughs> sacrilege, but. Uh... Oh, what a question! Does pride weigh anything? Well. I mean, how many wars have been forged because of pride? At least one, we can say, right? It is a weighty concept. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it means a lot to people. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Mufasa was killed because of pride. <laughs> I, because of his pride, perhaps? Not like... Both. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, are we not going to make a lion A lion pride? pride? Yeah, okay. okay. Welcome to the podcast, that's what I was so that whole, but lions don't go to paradise. We can assert that from this conversation. Because they are in a pride. They well, are. Well, what if in they're not in a pride? Oh. What if it's just a lone lion? A lone like lion. Single, single female lion, just out on the prowl. Give Does a... that happen? Uh, I don't know. It's it doesn't happen. It's just they're always in prides. They don't really cool. do much. But they look pretty. <laughs> Our studio audience providing the facts we need for this podcast. <laughs> Let's go to every podcasting fact checker. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so, um, one of the best things to do on an audio-only podcast is have a section where we don't talk and just taste things. Uh, so we are going to now <laughs> taste some uh, varieties of mustard. And we're going to start with... Um, black mustard seeds which i have toasted in a pan dry pan Um, black mustard seeds are often used in indian cooking and other types of cooking as well but that's the primary one and they sound like this which is pretty cool (laughs) does sound like christmas (laughs) sounds a little bit like christmas um i don't know if uh either of you can smell these and see tell me what you think uh they smell kind of like um like roasted almonds. Ooh. Yeah, there's definitely a really nutty quality to them. Yeah. They have definitely like a poppy seed mm-hmm. feeling to me. I mean, they do look a lot like poppy seeds, which might be 
where you're getting them yeah. from. Yeah, and the smell is toasty. I think that's like yeah. Right. I mean, I did I did toast toasted. them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like a toasted almond croissant from Starbucks. Oh. <laughs> it's very so it's, it's something croissant. I eat a lot. Oh. So. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. Starbucks sponsor this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> or just give me some almond croissants. Or give Kenny some almond croissants. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right. So let's take a taste of this. Sure. Should I have like a, a healthy pinch? I'm Whatever sure. you'd like to do. I need a healthy pinch. <laughs> Make sure that pinch is healthy. Uh-huh. Pretty good. Tastes like a toasted nut. <laughs> There's a little bit of bitterness that I wouldn't get in a standard toasted almond or something you think so oh I yeah think it, right it does have end. a little ooh, right yeah oh yeah there it's it like is. a bitter aftertaste mm-hmm. wow that's a lot more bitter than would you like some more sure another healthy pinch yeah <laughs> i'm gonna be so healthy i mean mustard is considered healthy in a lot of cultures so it is like yeah very bitter because <laughs> it is healthy what yeah hmm yeah, it is very nice and toasty, though. You know what? I don't know if I'm crazy by saying this. It kind of reminds me of, like, hops. Hops? Like, oh, the bitterness of hops. Yeah, the bitterness of hops. Hmm. All right, mustard beer. Let's get on it. Huh? <laughs> that is... Wait, could we do that? Could we use mustard seeds in place of hops? Uh, I don't think you could use it in place of, but you could use it in addition to. Well, because there are beers that use different herbs in place of hops. Mm-hmm. Um, and since mustard seed is an antibacterial, I feel like that might be a a good thing for a beer. Mm. I, I don't know that enough about the role of hops in beer making to say yay or nay on that. Yeah. You know? We need a beer beer expert on this podcast. Exactly. Like, what, what, it, what are the hops doing in a beer? Mm. Mm. There's mustard beer. Our, our studio audience says there is mustard beer, so that's pretty great. There, there is. I just there's also beer mustard. Oh yes, beer mustard mm-hmm. is a big deal in the Midwest. Is that true? Um, yes, I can see that. And any place where soft pretzels are served, the Midwest so, is actually Germany. Uh, probably. I'm okay. Surprised. <laughs> we haven't mentioned Germany yet. Uh, mustard is very important to German culture. German culture in German it is it's zenf. That is the word for mustard in German. Okay. Fun fact. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Can you tell uh, us anything about the role of mustard in German society? No, I, I have no German mustard facts. Oh, wow. Sorry. That's disappointing. <laughs> Let's move on to a tasting <laughs> of ground mustard. Um, so this is uh, ground yellow mustard. Uh, and it is McCormick brand, which is just the standard one that you can find in any grocery store around the U.S., I believe. So... Um, this one doesn't have a very strong smell, or maybe I'm just sick, so I can't really smell it. But get your nose in there. I'll do like my fingers in first. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very mild. It kind of smells like French's mustard. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna take another sniff. Yeah, I didn't know it. It is very, very mild. I'm, I'm t- dipping. Yeah, I'm dipping. Feel free. Here we go. A little, a little dippy dip. Ooh. That's unique. <laughs> I wish you could see Kenny's face on this podcast. That's ooh. why we're doing an audio-only podcast. Ooh, it's, ooh, ooh, it's, oh, it's very sharp. It's, <laughs> it's very pungent. It, do, it doesn't have much of a Going through smell. Something. Yeah, it comes ooh. back for seconds oh and thirds, though. God, it's all over me. <laughs> I just got it all over my pants. <laughs> I'm a mess. <laughs> Holy cow. It's sort of horseradishy yeah, in the back of the throat. It's very spicy. <laughs> I'm turning red. <laughs> I'm... 
Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that something with so little smell can pack such a mm. such heat. But maybe it's just that they... Do you think they put anything in it to make it not stick together? Mm, probably not. Mm. And let's look on the... I don't see any ingredients. It should just be yellow mustard, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I it, it almost smells like there's some cornstarch or other additive in there, mm. but... I, I don't see it on the, on the packaging, so I guess it probably isn't. I, I do, um, I do like have, oh no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you, I'm done with that. Um, I do just have take, just a take some more mustard seeds. <laughs> quick fun fact about a mustard in Germany actually was originally used for medicinal purposes rather than for cuisine. What kind of medicinal purposes? Um, Did you read any of that? Let's see, let's take it's a look. It's good for burns. Mm. I was working a bar at a tequila joint for a couple of years and I would walk frequently walk back into the kitchen and see two of the chefs rubbing mustard all over the belly of a third because you know maybe they had <laughs> bent over the grill or hit themselves with a pan and mustard was the only way to to stop the blistering that was a frequent occurrence yes very like at least once a week oh my god Yo, ki kitchens are dangerous places that's true and when you that's get burned true. what are you gonna do rub it with mustard yeah. I mean <laughs> what else are you gonna it, do it was such a sight wow um well, I don't have any more to add to medicinal purposes than that, I don't think. Um, that's that's really it for me. Um, obviously, it became then a condiment. Um, <laughs> yeah, clearly, you know. Clearly. Run um, it on your body, put it on your steak. Yeah, you, go. you know, you're stressed out, try to lick the wound, you know. The old days. <laughs> Might as well season your wounds. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, salting your wounds is generally not considered a good idea. Yeah. But mustarding your wounds is good. I imagine it's similar to like honey. Honey is used in wound care also. Mm. As a salve. As a salve. Mm-hmm. How do you pronounce that word? Salve? Yeah. Oh, cool. Salve. How do you think you pronounce it? I pronounce it salve. Oh, oh. It, that might be correct. With the silent L. I don't know which one it is. I don't but know. I pronounce salmon without the L, so hmm. I'm going with that trend. All right. Listeners, let us know in the uh, comments which it is. Yeah, let us know. Hmm. <laughs> Um, so we're gonna we're gonna squeak our chairs. <laughs> we're gonna pause for uh, just a brief minute and have a, uh, a word from our sponsor. Our sponsor this episode is Hadbear Hair Gel. Hadbear is the only gel you'll want to put in your hair. I've been using Hadbear for years, and people always say my hair is really nice. Yeah, I mean, so I was recently telling everyone in this room that, you know, I've, everyone knows that hair is the most important part of my morning routine besides my eyebrows, and I use Hadbear in my hair and brows. Fun fact, eyebrows are hair. <laughs> they, they are. <laughs> they are. Hadbear hair gel. You can't have a bad hair day if you're having a Hadbear day. Um, so let's jump back into mustard. Let's talk about the history of mustard as a condiment. So do either of you know how to make mustard by any chance? You grind it up, right? <laughs> you grind it up. <laughs> what do you grind? You grind, you grind that mustard seed, right? 
Grind that seed. Grind that seed. <laughs> hashtag. Make it a hashtag. No. No, we won't. T- tweet at Lauren. Hashtag grind that seed. <laughs> oh, no. So one of us in the room has made mustard, yeah. and it's not me. So why don't you talk about it, Kenny? Well, I spent all weekend hashtag grinding that seed, <laughs> and uh, after I cleaned up, I decided to make some mustard, and um, <laughs> it's not hard. Or is it? It, it's, most, it's, it's, it's mostly patience. No, Lauren, we already got through that part. <laughs> what do you have to be patient for? You have to be patient because it takes a few days on the counter to... Uh, okay, so so you want to take your mustard and grind it. And then you want to relax a little bit because the, the aromas are going to fill the room. If you breathe too much of it in, it gets real spicy. <laughs> Is that why the ground mustard was so spicy? Uh, yes, that's true. Um, so then you take your acid, typically a vinegar. I used a combination of uh, sauerkraut, vinegar, and a little bit of something sweet to kind of take down the um, the punchiness of the mustard. I don't really like a super strong horseradish kind of flavor. And then uh, after it's thoroughly mixed, you gotta let it sit on the counter for a few days. The seed's gonna absorb a lot of that liquid, and then you'll have something uh, that you're familiar with. So later in the show, we're going to be tasting some mustard that Kenny has prepared for us. Um, but first, we're going to talk about the history of mustard as a condiment. So like he said, to make mustard, prepared mustard, you're going to take the seeds and you can, it, it's actually, you can leave them whole, um, but optionally crack or grind them and then mix them with uh, usually water, vinegar, or like you were saying, other acidic liquids. Yeah, sometimes something sweet. It's really popular in like France and other parts of Europe to use some sweetness as well. Mm-hmm. So Romans actually mixed ground mustard seeds with unfermented grape juice, which was called must. Mm-hmm. Um, and they used that condiment to accompany meat or other dishes. And that's where the name mustard comes from. So the, the root, the Latin root of grape juice is mustum. And the Latin root for burning or fire is ardens hmm. and so you put them together and you get mustard and uh if you're looking for that unfermented grape juice in stores you're gonna look for a verjus verjus yeah mm-hmm. that's what they call it in french right yeah. but interesting to note that it was um about burning so it's like burning grape juice that makes sense because it is spicy yeah it's mm-hmm. very spicy yeah rome uh then exported mustard to a region of Gaul in modern-day France, um, pretty near Paris. And by the 13th century, um, Dijon, France became a center for the production of mustard. And a lot of people have heard of Dijon mustard, and that's why, because it was considered the mustard capital of the world, and still is actually considered the mustard capital of the world. It's like 15% of market share, I think I was reading. Mm, that's crazy. mustard is Dijon. Wow. Does it have to be made in Dijon to be considered Dijon mustard? It's not like a no. It's not like a wine yeah, appellation. It's thing. like a wine or champagne mm-hmm. thing. I see. So in England in the 14th century, um, mustard was they wanted a better way of preserving mustard because I guess they thought it would go bad by itself, which it doesn't. Um, so they mixed it with flour and cinnamon and rolled it into mustard balls, and then they dried them for preservation. And and later they would be mixed with water. Um, Shakespeare mentions mustard balls of this type in King Henry the Fourth, Part Two. So, getting those culture references in there. There it is. Yep. Uh, how do you feel about mustard balls? 
<laughs> with your hands, generally. <laughs> oh, come on. Thumbs down from the peanut gallery. Oh, that's fine. You can't win them all. Um, I've never had a mustard ball. Well, so you don't you don't eat them as balls. You mix them with water, and then they become prepared mustard. But oh, it's so like a bouillon. But what do you what do you think about the idea of using cinnamon in your mustard, prepared mm-hmm. mustard? I've never heard of that. But yeah, I'm not about it. Sounds like it's got some dessert applications. Hmm. Well, I think cinnamon. I think dessert. So I was hearing tell of a mustard ice cream, and it's a really sad thing mm. that we didn't get any on this podcast to taste. No, um, because <laughs> that would have been the just a great great audio you know i yes yes first of all but <laughs> second of all it sounds reminiscent to me and I, I don't think flavor wise it'll be similar but you know how in asian countries they have those red bean flavored sweets yeah, those are yeah. sweet and delicious they're right but i think that maybe it's possible that they can take mustard and have it like like with the cinnamon right and a sweeter mustard there are definitely times where sweet and savory together makes fantastic flavor like i for one like to put cinnamon in my chili Ooh, yeah that is good mm-hmm. and chocolate a berry sauce mm-hmm. for steak mm-hmm. yeah so... i mean somebody in this room puts apple in their tomato sauce okay that's because it's a good idea so i mean <laughs> i i trust you that it's a good idea i just haven't tried it i mean people put have been putting sugar in tomato sauce since time in memoriam mm-hmm. that's true so what's an apple but tasty sugar tasty sugar mm. with some texture mm-hmm my mouthfeel again. So um, it has been used with meat, including sausages, for centuries. But the first recorded use of mustard on a hot dog in the U.S. was at the 1904 World's Fair in St. Louis. So fun fact. I love that. Mustard on hot dogs originated in St. Louis. That does not surprise me. I don't know why. I think be- I think a lot of the time people think mustard, Germans, sausages. And while that, I, I think like I, maybe that's just what I think. Um, and while that's probably true, I've always kind of been like, oh, well, I feel like it's more a hot dog thing than anything. Because when I was growing up, and so backstory, I'm super German. My family ate a lot of German cuisine, but we didn't really eat a lot of mustard on sausages. It was things like uh, sauerkraut mm-hmm. and whatnot instead. Yeah. Mustard was for liverwurst. I see. <laughs> Yeah. And then another fun fact, um, as we mentioned earlier, mustard is antibacterial, so it does not need refrigeration despite what the package says. Mm. And it can last indefinitely, though if you leave it out in the fridge, it may dry out or lose flavor. So we would still recommend keeping it in the refrigerator. Yeah. I mean, if it gets contaminated with anything, then you're going to have a problem. Right. But but since it is antibacterial, it can't get contaminated by most of the the standard bacteria that you'd find in a kitchen. Sure. So here's a question, and I don't know who, who if anyone has the answer, so shout out if we don't and you guys know it. Um, why is it that it dries out? Because I find that when I have mustard sitting around for a while, it ends up with like a liquid on the top, and you know, you turn it over and squirt out, and you're like, damn it, that's not the mustard that I was looking for in that squirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've had that same thing happen. So I would imagine, <laughs> damn it, you guys, I would imagine that it wouldn't dry out. <laughs> Just because it has all that, I don't know, do they put oil in it or so keep it moist? we can read some of the ingredients. We have some mustard here. Oh, yes. So let's get into tasting of the mustard.
So uh, we are going to taste quite a few mustards today <laughs> at, for your audio pleasure. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, the first mustard that we're going to go with is um, the aforementioned Kenny's mustard. Oh, me first. Yeah, you first. So why don't you pop yeah. open one of those jars? Yeah, Just make sure, make sure you go real close to the microphone. Ooh, Ooh that, that was, was a good, good. That was a good sound. Yeah, that was a good open. I do not consent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check it out. This one's a little liquidy. It's batch number two. Oh, so uh, just to let everybody know out there, we are tasting these mustards with saltines with no salt. So what do you call a saltine without salt? Is it just an een? An een. It's an een. Okay, so we're tasting this mustard with eens. <laughs> Is it all right if I dip my een? Yeah, you can do it however you like. <laughs> I'm not going to tell a man how to eat his mustard. <laughs> This is quite a, a liquidy concoction you've brought for us oh, today. That's oh, true. You, you drip in. I did drip a little bit. All right. I'm not going to dip my een. I want to make sure that I get full coverage on it. Oh, I want to like, I'm going to try and bite it next to the mic. <laughs> get the, oh, I'm dripping too. <laughs> that was really good, Kenny. I like it. Yeah, I think the pineapple juice really helps. Pineapple juice. Mm -hmm. Oh, it is quite spicy. Yeah. It is spicy. It's, it's got a good kick. Very horseradishy in the back of the throat. Mm -hmm. As we are experiencing from that ground yellow mustard. Mm-hmm. Can I double dip? Be my it's antibacterial. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it means you can triple dip. Use your fingers. Mm-hmm. Who cares what they've been? <laughs> Some people in the room care where they've been, but nobody on this show. <laughs> well, as long as they're not a pot of mustard, they don't gotta worry. <laughs> <laughs> don't dip your fingers into me. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! All right, let's taste number two <clears throat> from oh, oh yeah, it's, it's kind of the same batch. So I made two batches, and the first one was way dry. And uh, I tried mixing batch number one and number two. So it's going to taste pretty much the same, to be honest. Did you use the same ingredients in both? Yes. Well, minus the uh, the fruit juice was not in the first batch. This looks kind of whole grain, though. Did you, Is that what you did, or did you grind them? Um, I ground them loosely mm -hmm. in, like a, uh, in like a magic bullet, mm -hmm. or whatever they're called. Another sponsor of the show, Magic Bullet. Yeah, absolutely. It's wow, cool. that one is... Yeah, really very spicy. spicy. Yeah, very strong. Oh yeah, the the first one is is way way too much, but mm. it's a whole jar of mustard. I can't just right. Yeah, I mean mix it. mix it into soups and stuff. Ooh. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I got a good sweat going. Mm. So we're gonna move from that to something significantly more mild. Um, this is uh, male old style mustard. Um, this is a. This is an American product, actually a product of Canada. Mmm, um, the Canadians. And apparently they've been making it since 1747. And this is this is a mild whole grain mustard. Can you give me a fork, please? Yeah, I can do that. It wasn't the fork sound, y'all. That was a cracker. <laughs> Thank you. Want to maybe like <laughs> flick the tines? <laughs> Hey, so, Raven said this wasn't sexual, so 
Maybe we shouldn't flick the tines. <laughs> so I'm glad we're all friends. <laughs> so we can flick each other's tines? Is that what friends do? Oh no. So I, I think this one is going to be significantly less <laughs> spicy than the homemade version, um, and that's just because the grains have not been cracked. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, that's the stuff. It's significantly more sour. Mm -hmm. mm, ooh. I like it though, because it's a little like vinegary. Mm. And I, I, for one, love vinegar. I think this is going to be great with some sausage. Mm hmm. Whereas yours, I would maybe mix it into a stew. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Or a soup. Mm -hmm. um, this one is just just by itself, very good mustard. Mm -hmm. Again, put it on your fingers. Mm -hmm. Just go to town. Just dip right in. Dip right in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like Winnie the Pooh Bear in a honey pot. So we. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. That's exactly right. No problem with that. <laughs> so um, we started with. Um, something high class and we're going to move to something that more people have probably heard of and tasted. This is Heinz yellow mustard. Um, the tagline, a, a common condiment done uncommonly well. Mm. We'll see how we feel about that. Mm. After I mean, I'm a huge fan of yellow mustard. I think that's, that's my staple mustard. Have you had Heinz before? Yeah. Okay. I mean, everyone's had Heinz before, right? I don't know that I've had Heinz mustard. What? I've certainly had Heinz ketchup. Yeah, so ketchup, definitely. But mustard, I don't know. I mean, if you've had, like, American mustard, you've had Heinz mustard. It's all the same. It's just mustard and turmeric. It's very, very sweet. Oh, yeah. Speaking of turmeric, I just mm -hmm. bought some from the store the other day, but not the pre-ground one. And it's, mm -hmm. I think, the first time I've ever seen the actual root at the store. It's mm -hmm. pretty exciting. Oh, that the root is really good, though, mm -hmm. in certain applications. I haven't had it yet. We'll see. Yeah. Would you like some yeah, Heinz sure. yellow mustard? Always. I mean, <laughs> this is what goes on a hot dog. I got what I wanted from that squirt, Lauren, okay? <laughs> That's going to make no sense if we cut out that previous part. Oh, man. I'll try and make a good squirt. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> get, get your mind out of the gutter. This is mustard for like... <laughs> oh, no. I did not get what I wanted out of that squirt. <laughs> like garbage bin hot dog. You're trashed at 3 a.m. <laughs> Raw onion. Yellow mustard. You're good to go. You need any relish? No, no relish on a hot dog, excuse me? Oh. I don't know, I didn't know we weren't in Chicago. Wow. Ooh. Oh, that was a good one. I need, can I try again? Mm -hmm. I ended up with that. Are you self-conscious about your squirt? <laughs> a little bit. I got only like the liquid, you mm. know? That's okay. It happens to the best <clears throat> of us. It's interesting. I feel like I can taste the turmeric a little bit in this mustard. Mm -hmm. Whereas I, I wouldn't really expect to. <clears throat> kind of nice though it is nice it's nice mustard is nice yeah <laughs> that's why i'm here part of a mustard fan club oh is that why you're on this podcast <laughs> it should be i should make one anyone that wants to join <laughs> at me tweet me <laughs> hashtag grind that seed <laughs> <laughs> all right so the next mustard we're gonna taste for you is uh annie's <clears throat> organic honey mustard made with goodness mm. so you know it's good <laughs> so what ingredients go into goodness well let's see what it says on the back sugar spice everything nice mm -hmm. apple cider vinegar oh yes is the is the ingredient of goodness <laughs> so, i was very excited I, I love me some apple cider vinegar 
uh, water, mustard seed, sea salt, not Ooh. just any salt, Ooh. cane sugar, not mm-hmm. just any sugar, honey, and cinnamon. They put cinnamon in their cinnamon. honey mustard. So let's see what those mustard balls might have tasted like. Yes. <laughs> Would you like to go first? Sure. Give me a, give me a solid squirt. Why don't you do it? Mm. <laughs> okay. Fine, because I'm so low on my squirt over here. Oh, oh. no. Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to have to share, y'all. Or, can, or someone could just give me a towel. That'd be great. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take some of that. Oh, no. Thanks so much. All right, well. Oh, boy. <laughs> See? Cheers. And who says this isn't an ASMR podcast? Ooh, that's wild. Glad I didn't have to squirt that one. <laughs> mm. It's nice, though. It's hmm. really sweet. It is very sweet. Wow. It's almost like it's not mustard at all. It's kind of like jam or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely like a jelly yeast for toast. You know, I used to get this sandwich, um, and I think it was like a grilled chicken sandwich. <laughs> it was from Subway, so I'm not that fancy, but um, my favorite thing to put on it, my favorite condiment was always the honey mustard. I can't necessarily vouch for the quality of Subway's honey mustard, but there was something about that sweet savory of a chicken sandwich with honey mustard on it that just, like, did it for me. Hmm. I can't say I've ever really enjoyed honey mustard. Really? And this is not an exception, but I certainly see its place. Is there a reason? That I don't enjoy honey mustard. Yeah, it's just a sweetness. I think it's it might just be too sweet. Maybe if I made my own, mm-hmm. I would need to make it significantly more mm. sour, I guess. Yeah, because it's really it's really more like honey mustard. You know? Yeah, and I mean, interestingly, honey is way down there in the ingredients. Yeah. So you don't need a lot of honey. It goes a long way, apparently. Just a dabble, do ya? That's what they say. That's what they say. That's, that's what all of them say. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, next, we are going to taste for you the famous Grey Poupon. Grey Poupon. Dijon mustard. And I, I think Lauren has something to say I have about Grey Poupon. So much to say about. Made with white Grey wine. Poupon. And I think that may be the verjus that we were talking about <coughs> earlier. Yeah. There's some white wine in mine as well. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, apparently, and I just learned this while I was doing some pop cultural research. Um, <laughs> Grey Poupon is very popular in the hip-hop and rap scene, <laughs> believe it or not, um, which, <laughs> of course I, I wouldn't it. know, yeah, yeah, of course I wouldn't know, but, um, it, it makes sense because there's a lot in hip-hop and rap that is, uh, reference to fanciness, upper-class mm-hmm. society, and Grey Poupon is one of those things that feels upper-class, um, even if Ever since that name, commercial, right? Ever since, yes, that commercial, which I, I believe was originally only in print. Um, oh, is that true? I think so. That's what I was reading. Um, and so this was referenced for the first time in hip-hop culture in 1992 with Das EFX. <laughs> I sound really, really German when I say that Das EFX. Um, I don't really know if that's how you say their name. I'm pretty sure. Sorry, but... Das EFX, if that's not how you say your name. Yeah, sorry. Um, at Lauren. At, <laughs> tweet at me. Sorry. Um, we'd love to have you as a guest on the show. <laughs> Um, they referenced it anyway with the lyric, he's the Don, have you seen my gray poupon? Bust this, we roll more spliffs than Cheech and Chong. Um, that is... Pretty solid rhyme. <laughs> a solid rhyme, and um, you're welcome for my rap debut. Uh, <laughs> and it was, it's been referenced from everyone, ranging from 
them to Justin Bieber. Kanye West used it in his um, Life of Pablo album in early 2016 um, and was praised in that album for pushing the boundary of hip hop. Um, thank you think you. it was because of his mustard reference? I don't know that it was the mustard reference, honestly, because everyone uses a mustard reference in pop cultural hip hop mm-hmm. rap lifestyle apparently um yeah hold on hold on i can't pour and talk squirt and talk this great that's a healthy squirt (laughs) i'm here for it like if it's high class i'm here um (laughs) i do want to share with you guys my favorite lyric that i found Um, can you please do it while your mouth is full of muscle (laughs) (laughs) um maybe oh no oh no where did it go oh that was good (laughs) it's kind of like i'm starting to rap already Oh no, oh no. What do you think about this one, Kenny, while she's finding that? I think it's pretty good. I think it's somewhere between honey mustard and the, the classic American. Really? You find it sweet? Mm, I think it's a little bit. Not mm. as sweet as the honey mustard, but... I mean, it's certainly not spicy in the same way that um, a homemade one might be. Yeah, you don't really get any of that horseradish taste. Yeah. And it certainly is sour. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely uh, comment with your favorite mustard rap lyric. <laughs> and if it doesn't ma- mention Grey Poupon, we would love to hear it as well. Mm, here's one that was, oh, here we go, here we go, guys. Oh, great. Here's one that was my favorite. I'm a true Don from here to Houston, strong like a Yukon, no more jelly, strictly Grey Poupon. That was that was a personal that favorite. That was the one you told me earlier, though. Yeah, you're right. There is one more, and <laughs> here it is. Here it is. No worries. It <laughs> it goes. <clears throat> is this mic on? Yeah, you're like a half-off coupon. Me? I'm like a fresh jar of gray poupon. Give me the mic quick. I need something to poop on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. that, who was that for proper that was, credit? That was Dice Raw on the track 100 from his album The Greatest Rapper Never. Preservation in 2011. Covered by Lauren in 2019. 2019. Hope you guys are listening. <laughs> They're all ears. If I get a call soon to get signed on some, some <laughs> recording company, record label, <laughs> don't. Um, so, next mustard we're going to try is uh, Kashisko Spicy Brown Mustard. Uh, I don't know how you say that, but I'm going to assume it's Kosciuszko, something like that, um, referencing the famous Polish warrior Tadeusz Kosciuszko. Let's just go with that. That sounds great. Oh, that was a good open. That was a good open. So smelling this one might have a little bit more heat than any that we've tried lately. Woohoo! Yeah, it will. <laughs> Certainly sounded, feel it. I'm in a rodeo. Oh gosh, I'm gonna need some more. Eans. Some more Eans. Good thing we bought so many Eans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right. Oh, that was really good too. I don't know if all the mustards are just blending together. I think you just like mustard. Mm, true. That one is very different than the others, though. Yeah. It's very sharp. Yeah, I kind of want to smell that. It's not incredibly spicy. I mean, we only have forks, so you can take a forkful. Mm-hmm. I would have to say. Now, so far, I think this one is my favorite. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about it? It's it's definitely spicier, but not as as intense of a heat, if that makes sense, than the others. It's It feels like it's smoother to me. 
Mm-hmm. It's a smooth mustard. Yeah, it's yeah literally it goes down smooth. easy. It's, it is also literally smooth. Well, but so is yellow mustard. <laughs> true. That is true. True, and it just this goes down easier, I think. It's it's yeah, a it's warmer not, flavor. It's not quite as sour as the yellow mustard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, one more mustard to try in the uh, certainly not exhaustive mustard <laughs> tasting that we've done for you today. We are now going to try kame hot mustard Chinese style. Mm-hmm. Now I will say that. This one is supposed to be spicy, um, but it does list only the same ingredients that we've been we've been seeing all the whole time: water, mustard, vinegar, salt, spices, and turmeric. Hmm. So mine has to do with if you heat your liquids before you prep your mustard, you get a milder flavor out of it. So maybe they do everything cold. Is that your mm-hmm. speculation? Yeah, probably probably ice bath. So let's do a little dip with our eans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dip it in, if you will. <laughs> there it is. Took a healthy portion. Yeah. Is it horseradish? I'll clear your sinuses for sure. All right. I need a little this. of that. I'm a little nervous. Oh, it's delicious though. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As my friend Matt once said. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to come on this podcast to get embarrassed by it. <laughs> that one is really good, though. Yeah. It's like, almost like a hot sauce. I had um, kind of written off hot mustard because my only experience with it was like the Chinese packets you get whenever you order takeout. Oh but that God. is that is amazing. That's yeah, delicious. Ruben, Ruben's eyes are watering. I can see you're like about to start crying. Mm. I like spicy food, and, but yeah. I don't. I didn't think it was that right, spicy. It's horseradishy it's though, very, in a way that I'm yeah. maybe not familiar with. Like really. I can, I definitely would not recommend it to the faint of tongue. Um, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's got some kick. Right I'm okay with it. You want some more eans? No, I'm mm. gonna grab one of those. Can I? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, so uh, we're we're gonna go ahead and taste some of these mustards with some sausages. We have some veggie sausages and some meat sausages. That's a meat one you have right there, sure. in case you are concerned about that. I'm kind of slowly dipping my toes in the waters. All right, would you mind passing those bowls over here? Yeah, pass mm. those wieners. Sorry, oh my god, I'm so sorry. You're not. I'm not. I'm not. But I can't control myself. Those are the veggie ones. They may not have uh, cooled very well. Um, but I will say the meat ones are very good, even cold. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the veggie ones are great, but they firm up a little bit. In, they do, the yeah. Cold, but... It's a little grainy, mm. I would say. I'm going to try a little bit of this spicy brown. Can mm. I have another fork, please? Yeah, fork. I'm going to try Thank my you. man, Grey Poupon. That is your favorite, huh? <laughs> I think I'm just really in love with the hip-hop references. It is very which cool. so familiar. <laughs> With which I am very familiar. Um, I'm thinking of actually getting into rapping now. Thinking? thinking. I thought you made your debut today. I did. You're, you're right. I mean, I usually stick with spoken word, but why not break into some I mean, some it is hip-hop. almost Christmas time, so we should be good to go. Is that? With your rapping career. Oh, but I'm just... Get out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Like ninety percent of this podcast is just us eating yeah, and saying, "Yeah, this is the portion where mm, we eat a bunch." Mm. Yeah. So we also have uh, one of our guests' favorite snacks. 
Mm, that's with, right. To do, having to do with mustard. It is, uh, can you can you read what that is? Mm-hmm. Mm, all right. So this is Snyder's of Hanover, um, America's pretzel bakery since 1909. Trademark. Um, pretzel pieces. Registered or just a tra- trademark? Oh, I don't know. Is it an R? R? Oh, R. registered trademark. Registered. God, oh my God. I'm very sorry, Snyder's. Uh, don't tweet me. <laughs> But we'd love if you sponsored this podcast. Um, yeah, so they are a honey mustard and onion pretzel pieces, apparently bursting with flavor. Apparently um, bursting with flavor. That's I a haven't... good. That's a good marketing line. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't tried them yet to verify. So. All right. Well, let's let's break them open. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I will say these these sausages are very good. Very good with some of that spicy or hot hot Chinese mustard. Ooh, I agree with that. Get my son out table space here pass these pretzels around shout out to delaney for providing us for these wonderful pretzel snacks mm. <laughs> this really is just a thing mm. <laughs> certainly is sweet i don't get a lot of mustard that's true there's, there's a little bit there's quite a bit of onion mm-hmm yeah. They're not mustard forward, but if you're looking for something that isn't quite as strong, I would recommend these as a pretty easy to eat snack. I'll say eight out of ten mouthfeel. I love how they're broken into pieces as well. Oh, they're in pieces. It's like sharded. <laughs> Pretzel shards. Pretzel shards. That's a better way of saying it. Um, I like that the mustard seasoning is kind of like <laughs> dusted on the pretzel shards. Um, I like a good dusting of flavor. You know, like Cheetos, get Cheeto dust on your fingers mm-hmm. kind of deal. Kind of like that. I just There's I a name that. for that, right? I think it's called Cheetle. What? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how Don Cheetle feels about that. <laughs> Don Cheetle, if you're listening, tweet at us how you feel about Cheeto dust being called Cheetle. Come on the show. Come on the show, yeah. <laughs> Podcasting is the spice of life. Is that our, that our new slogan? I think it could be. Comment. Let us know. We five, got a better one. Give us a five star review. Give us a comment. Give us a like. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Ask us a question. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ask us questions. We're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to the Spice Cast, episode one, mustard. Mm-hmm. Join us again next time in the same place you found this podcast. Since we're nearing an hour, I think we're going to wrap it up. But thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Kenny, for being on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Feeding us. And uh, I've been your host, Ruben. We're out.